Hello and welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I am your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Here we will cultivate the skills of thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies to explore and expand the most incredible relationship you will ever have with the most important person you will ever meet. And that person is you. Hello, and welcome, and welcome back. So let's continue to explore our thoughts around food and nutrition. Last week, we were beginning to warm up to the idea that food is our source of fuel and our nutrition. And having just come off the holiday of Thanksgiving, for many of us, I know this can be a challenging time of year to address food and food intake, weight, loss, and gain, right? Let's explore our thoughts on flexibility in hopes that we can have a little bit more success, a little less criticism and blame for some patterns that some of us have had for quite a long time, okay? We've had quite a lot of practice. So let's try and approach this season with a little more flexibility, love, compassion for the self. Let's explore our thoughts around flexibility in hopes that we can move towards successful relationship around food and weight management, supporting our healthy and miraculous bodies. What do we do when life throws us a curveball? What do we do when we are bombarded with holiday goodies and holiday activities? How can you be flexible with food? How can we coexist with food and support our mental and physical health with decisions as opposed to feelings of deprivation? These are a lot of things that I have spent quite a bit of time considering. Presently, I am a weekly food prepper. So I do prep my meals on a weekly basis. Typically, it falls on either Sunday or Monday. And I prep my lunches and try to also prep my dinners for the most part. Breakfast, I must eat hot. I'm a little particular about my eggs. I do not like them cold. (laughs) I will not eat them in a box, I will not eat them with a fox. No, I'm kidding, but I cannot eat cold eggs. So I do make my breakfast every day. I know some people prep their oatmeal and all that good stuff, but I'm not about that life. I like a hot breakfast. So I make that every day, but the other meals I really try to prep in advance. And I've gotten into such a great system about it. Like if you need any tips or tricks on that, um, I could definitely probably do an entire episode on that. So just let me know. Um, or send me a message with any questions. But this food prepping, it used to be really overwhelming to me. The first time I food prepped, I was like totally overwhelmed. But it has so many advantages once I got into the rhythm of it. It has advantages of time saving, energy savings, money savings. Like this is just part of my lifestyle now. And it just affords me so much other freedoms in so many other ways that I never even thought possible. It's such a huge part of my routine at this point. And in addition, 
another advantage that I've found is that it allows me the freedom to like be structured in so many ways and yet also know that I can then have flexibility because I have this foundation to fall back on, if that makes sense. Especially coming back like after a holiday, right? Having the structure and the nutritional balance that I know will nourish my body. And this is a choice that I make, like, okay, today's Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat and I'm going to enjoy my day. I'm going to look for other things to enjoy other than food as well. And I'm also going to just eat, knowing that the following day I can go back to my prep and I will continue to nourish my body. These are choices. I haven't always been this way. Historically, I would allow Thanksgiving or any holiday. I mean, Easter used to be a big one, especially with all those jelly beans. But since we're in fall right now, let's stick to Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving used to be like an all-out marathon binge for me until Christmas. What? That's one option, right, in my past um, three decades of, well, two, three my weight and food management struggles. Or the other idea would be to go completely the opposite way, undernourishing myself, eating only like romaine lettuce and grilled chicken. Any of you um, 80s, early 90s babies know how things used to be when we were only allowed, quote unquote, allowed or encouraged to eat grilled chicken with romaine lettuce. That was like the only way, grilled chicken. Who remembers those days? So anyway, that would be like the opposite of that, right? I'd just completely try and like starve my body of everything, punish my body that way. And then, which would always end up in a complete polar opposite binge because clearly now I understand the logic and the physical aspect of it. And then I was just undernourishing my body. And so that was the opposite response. But I recognize now that I no longer need to punish my body in those strict and stringent ways. I recognize that now. And I also recognize that it really wasn't even about the food. As we move through this journey, we learn and grow and expand. And people have all different ways of distracting. And people have all different forms of addiction. And for me, food was definitely both of those things. So I use my food prep now as my foundation for the week. And yet I still, at this point, thankfully have flexibility. I allow myself that flexibility without those severe punishments I used to give myself. The foundation of my prep keeps me prepared, proactive in my lifestyle, and the need to fuel my body, and then fuel my movement practices, and just life in general requires a lot of energy. We have to eat right to have that energy, especially those of you moms, parents, like running around after children all the time. I mean, I admire you so much. And we have to fuel our bodies to keep up. And everyone has to find what works for them, right? Some people don't like leftovers. Some people have others, all different lifestyles that need to be adjusted to. But again, just that allowing that flexibility. Everyone has to find what works for them. And the healing sometimes is even in the prep, you know, the awareness. Like, why don't I feel like prepping? Why am I avoiding this? Why am I avoiding something that I know will help me? The true balance and ability to be flexible came for me 
as I began to heal the relationship I have with myself. I noticed very often I needed to heal the judgment and the guilt and the shame, the feelings that I had for so long been dealing with, with distracting by food, right? Or those behaviors, like as soon as I remove food as that option, lots of other underlying issues, if you will, concerns, struggles, pain points, they all begin to surface. Now, even though I prep, living in America affords me the opportunity to still have everything and anything accessible to me at any given time, right? We can have anything and it can be delivered. Not really big on delivery food because I like my food super duper hot, but at any given moment, like you can hop in the car and go anywhere and get anything. Let's face it. So when I feel myself moving into a direction of the default mode, you know, running into Trader Joe's to stockpile like chocolate, chocolate covered almonds, or falling into these old disadvantageous patterns, I keep, I actually now keep a journal in my car because I know I need to regroup. Again, do I always do that? Not always. However, I do make an effort that more often than not, I pause and begin to reflect. Why? Why? What is the underlying reason for this behavior? What am I really feeling? What might be a better option? What's a new choice I can make? What's something I can do to support my current lifestyle, identity, goals? Right? I now choose to interrupt these feelings of inadequacy, frustration, or not enoughness with proactive strategies and thoughts like things like food prep or keeping the journal in my car. Reminding myself that I'm lovable because I exist, not because of what I did or did not eat on Thanksgiving. You too are lovable because you exist. That's it. Just by being here. You are lovable. And you are allowed. You are enough. When we're young, we observe the world around us. And when things aren't going exactly or as we think they should, we internalize that. And oftentimes we internalize it and we create or make it our fault. We believe we're responsible if things aren't going right. Kind of makes sense. We don't want to blame our caretakers. They're the ones that are protecting us and keeping us safe, right? In theory. So we don't want to blame them. We internalize it. We make it mean something about us. Namely, that we're not enough. And thus the cycle begins. And yet we are enough. You are enough. None of that was your fault wasn't anyone's fault per se and give yourself just permission to take some time with that sometimes when we allow ourselves the space and the grace 
to just be still, to just be, to explore some of these patterns we have or these thoughts or these feelings. Things are gonna surface for you. And so take the time that you need with it, you know? Find the support you may need with it. Sometimes depending on what you experience in childhood, therapy is a necessity. Even if you didn't experience a lot of trauma or what you think to be trauma in childhood, you know, sometimes we still need therapy, coaching to work through or explore these patterns and that's okay just know you don't have to go at it alone know that you are deserving know that it wasn't your fault know that it was no one's fault give yourself permission to update those thoughts recognize those patterns don't need to continue we can show up now as adults control of our own thoughts and our own behaviors and our own experience and so with that you know just also giving yourself permission to make mistakes when we do feel like things aren't enough and we look around or we look at our caretakers just knowing that we were all and are all just doing our best with the knowledge and the resources that we have at any given moment. And so as we expand and explore, the knowledge and the resources do too. And so then we move on and we grow and expand and improve. If food is a source of punishment or sabotage for you, chances are you use it to reinforce some of these old thought patterns that tell you you're not good enough or you don't deserve to feel good. I understand this so deeply at my core. Like, we don't have to feel this way. We may not even realize that we're doing this. Right? You get into these patterns and not even knowing why. And that's where the journaling and the mindfulness and the meditation, tapping, These healing practices do a lot of this in coaching, a lot of exploring, like what is underneath all this? And then coming to that recognition that you are deserving, you are enough. Well-being is our birthright. The ocean of life is so lavish with its abundance for all of us including you, especially you. So just take some time around this. If this season is a time for you to distract or destruct or punish yourself with food, I encourage you to explore these feelings. You know, don't let the season be an all-out season of destruction for yourself. Try something new. Try something new. And so with so much love and admiration for you and all the work that you're doing, all the expansion that you're open to and exploring, I wish you a wonderful week of whatever brings you peace, joy, love, feelings of 
enoughness. Until next time, be well. And warm up to the idea of being flexible. Love y'all. Thank you for sharing this time together. If you would like to continue to expand on thought work, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies, connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a discovery call. and We will explore how one-to-one coaching will support you in continuing to level up on life, setting and achieving your desired outcomes. Thank you.